Hello there. Welcome to episode five of Politics Could Never. I'm Tess Seddon, and for those of you who've listened before, you'll know that I stood in the general election in 2017, and I've since made a musical about it called Say Yes to Tess. And here it comes again. It's on at Leeds Playhouse and Camden People's Theatre in March and April 2022. So what I haven't gone into detail about yet is that I, when I stood, I stood for the Yorkshire Party. So originally I thought I was going to make a funny musical about them. I thought they were just a a group of blokes in flat caps with nothing to complain about apart from, I don't know, the price of beer. But who was I? I was stereotyping and um, that wasn't right. Because actually the more I learnt about the party and the more I looked at their arguments and looked into devolving power, the more I thought they were actually right. It could really reinvigorate my area. So the UK, I didn't know this before, but the UK has the most centralised power system in Europe, which means an enormous amount of decisions are made away from the communities they affect. So in this episode, we decided in the run up to Christmas, in the push of Omicron and everything and all that, we decided to take uh, the six teenagers we've been working with down to London to see what they thought about the centre of power. Welcome to Politics Could Never. I'm Peace, Cheryl, Nicole, Kiara, Arthur, Hannah. We're a bunch of teenagers from Seacroft and Leeds who are on a journey to understand the behind the scenes of politics. Join us as we try to find out why young people are not involved in the decisions that affect us most. Hope you enjoy. Hi guys, this is Politics Could Never and today we're on a train on our way to London. Say hi everybody. Hi. Hi. How are you all feeling about this? Great. Nervous. I'm excited. so excited. I'm so excited. Has anyone actually ever been to London? No. Well, I have. A few times. I have. Oh, I have. I got family that lived there. Same. What That's do you think it's going to be like today? Cold. It's going to be like, I've never <laughs> gone to London like based on the fact like I'm seeing things. I always go there and then stay at my family's house and then go out to eat. Yeah. So I feel like now it's going to be more of like a Tory type of thing. We get to look around. We get to go inside Parliament. I, like I'm so excited. I oh think it's going to be really hectic. Hectic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think because it's London. It's London. Really? It's always hectic. I think oh I'm God. just going to see celebrities because I feel like I mean, I it's that. We might see Rihanna. She lives there. Yeah, Rihanna oh, lives in London. Might see Storms. He's just walking around. <laughs> yeah, just walking casually. See Nella Rose just getting a cheeky nandos. Like honestly, just getting a cheeky nandos. Yeah, we are actually... Imagine seeing Boris. We're actually going to his house, so we might as well. Isn't it? Might as well. Are we going, are we going, going down? We're no. going to his house. Tell, tell yeah, him to come out to play. No You're way. lying. Can we knock what? on the door? <laughs> no, like, can we actually? <laughs> I will knock on the door. I feel like we're going to get rushed by I a bunch of I want to security. ask yeah, where my good. invite was for that Christmas party. <laughs> Ooh, cheers, cheers, cheers. Imagine getting cheers. a reference from Boris Johnson. Wow. Imagine. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> like, what, a college reference? Yeah, man. That'll look good, me. though, won't it? Like, oh, what grades I get? I get a reference from Boris Johnson. You're still in Leeds, please. <laughs> Does anyone have any ideas what they want to do in Parliament? Like, what do we want to see? Yeah, what you want to see, what do you... Try not to fall over. <laughs> I'm going to take pictures. Me too. Well, you know, you've got... A, there is some bad news, which is uh, we our tour of Parliament got cancelled, so we're not actually allowed in. Um, 
so they, we're, we're going to be it's looking around party. the outside. It's impossible to get in. Uh, what do you reckon of that? I'm telling you, it's because of that party. No, my heart actually just shattered. No, I think it's Omninong. It's Omarion. I think it's expected that it's difficult to get in, especially with, like... The Queen is sitting in there. They're not letting anyone Parliament. in. Parliament. Parliament. In Parliament. In Parliament. Why is the Queen now sitting in Parliament? When she's got... I and you do history as well, you know. My whole life that the Queen was in Parliament. I don't know why. Eh. Like, I knew she was in Buckingham, but I thought she'd, like, go to Parliament and do no. stuff. Yeah. I'm going to say she does. Yeah. I knew I wasn't tripping. <laughs> okay, well, that's that for now. We'll uh, continue when we get into London. Bye-bye. <laughs> say bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Okay, finally we're here, we're outside Westminster and all I see is statues of mills and scaffolding. <laughs> Quite disappointing. Overhyped, <laughs> overrated. Uh, yeah. Just these statues of people that I don't know. Who is Richard I? Please don't be disrespectful. Who he is George V? He obviously has a statue for a reason. But and for him to be inside the gates as well and not yeah. like oh, That's yeah. true. Who is he? I'm going to go there. <laughs> then there's George V, yeah, R.I.P. Just chilling. I feel like he was, he was a king at some point, right? And then yeah. look at the crown on his head. There's no crown on the head. Okay, wow. he has so that nice thing that you put into the ground that you pull up to be king. So. Oh my gosh, um, the sword of Calibur, isn't it? Excalibur. Oh, oh, that's, that's a myth. That's not real. How um, do you know? How do you know? <laughs> uh, so we've got lots of statues of men. You, you're not quite sure what they did. Um, how do you, what would you put there? So what statue, if you could put a statue of anyone in front of Parliament, who do you think should be on a statue? My mum. Why? She needs to be recognised. Period. Amazing. As you should. I back that. I, I word, word, word. Uh, yeah, I think we should put more women. Who? Yeah. I don't know. But Just the important women in history that have made a change. Perhaps. Golden girls. Emily Well, Pankers. I mean, they'd have to be Harriet British. Malala. Be outside yeah, the British Malala Parliament, serious, yeah. I think. Hello. Malala deserves a place. We'll find a way. Who, who, what, what British woman? That's what I say. We need to think of somebody from British. Oh, Leader American. of the yeah. suffragettes. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. That's yeah. What was her name? Emily Pankhurst. Mm-hmm. She's a I put person. her right there at the top. Literally, stick her on top. Stick her right on top of the. So it's bigger than the building. <laughs> <laughs> I think statues are overrated, honestly. Pointless. They're just there. Middlestone. Harriet Tubman. Why Harriet Tubman? Because she's just so significant and like she's just iconic and she actually did something. Yeah, she did. To help and like she'll just go down in history forever. But like the only way you'd like hear about her is if you did like your own research or if like you'd watch movies and stuff which took years to make like. The movie only came out a couple of years ago. Well, there's so many yeah. stories that I've found on YouTube from people that talk about it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We just don't get taught about it in school. Same as like, Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Oh you have to search gosh. hard yeah. for people like them who actually made a difference and just mm. wasn't a king for five years. Literally, man. And did nothing. Just Shit. sat pre. Just sat on the throne, <laughs> just pre. And does that make you think, what What about all the people that you 
that we don't know about. So like all these, we know about all these kings and these like uh, Florence Nightingale. muscular people on oh, things. But said, all that you just a, said, you had to really school. search to find out about Malcolm X and Harriet Tubman. Like mm. who? So maybe the the British kind of heroes who've like really worked for for us. Like maybe we don't know about them either. Mm. Um, and why, why is that? Why do we live in a society that puts uh, kings who are born into it on statues, do you reckon? Patriarchy. I don't think we have a choice. Period. I don't think we have a choice. Especially, like, now, we're literally so late to the game. Like, what year does that even say on that statue? I don't even know. Like, 11... Is it 1989? It was a king. But yeah, so I think it's just, it's come from so many years ago mm. that, like, and maybe back then people were just too afraid to say anything, so then it just continued on. And now it just feels like yeah. we never really had a choice. And up it's until not now. like we're trying to, like, push them away, like, forget about history, but it's time to, like, bring up the other stuff into light, because I genuinely don't know what that guy did. I don't think don't knock his thing down just add no, other people exactly. that are more yeah, um, relative that too Florence Nightingale was a good shout like I would the love to see is, her a lot of the people a lot of the people that we're talking about they're not British so it makes yeah, sense why they're not that's here the thing. Like, that's true I mean, like, what British people do do stuff I feel like British history is hidden yeah they were very, very good with covering hidden. it all so you weren't allowed. You weren't allowed to get it, actually even go into Parliament, were you? So how how could you? How could someone go about finding out this stuff? Do you think, like, if if it's impossible to get into Parliament, what can you do? You just have to do research. I On feel like research is not even trustworthy. True. I feel like they've painted it in a way for people to believe. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you can find the real truth, but it's good actually finding people. Books just like you have to search hard for some good books because you know the internet's not always as trustworthy as we may think Mm. so but then it like i think it's quite significant because it's like yeah okay for granted like it was probably built for wealthy old men but like it is still built and it's still a part of the history so Mm. i wouldn't scrap it all down just I don't want to. I don't want to get rid of the history. I just want to make a change for the present. Remake it. Remake history. That was yeah. a good one. Thank you for listening. Now we are going to somewhere. See you then. Bye. Hi. Welcome back to our podcast. Um, right now we're in London and we have two very very special guests. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Sure. Um, I'm Ellie Rose. I'm 17 and live in London. Hi, I'm Angel. I'm 16 and I also live in London. <laughs> Can you just say London one more time? Because I really just love your accent. Yeah. Just London. Oh, What do you know so far about politics? Um, I don't know that much, to be honest. I like... I don't watch the news, like, too much. But I, in terms of, like, climate change and, like, um, the new, like, protest bill that's out, that's where I've been, like, quite, like, listening to that type of thing. And I've gone to, like, a couple of protests and, like, actions for that type of thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
What about you, Angel? Um, right now, I would say everything is falling apart. Everything is trash. <laughs> We're in a shit hole right now. The UK is doing a madness. Like, what is going on? Um, obviously, with like recent news and stuff about the Christmas party and Boris Johnson, like, what is that? Someone tell me, what is that? That's mm. anyway. I feel like that's a distraction for their new bills that they've been putting into place. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, like it's just so crazy, and it's just like it's crazy, like as itself, like, knowing that those laws are in place. But I think it's crazy on a deeper level when you know that it affects you, like, mm-hmm. as a person of colour and, like, having parents that, like, migrated from, like, another country mm. and, like, knowing that if you get in trouble with authorities, for example, and it possibly wasn't even your fault, knowing that your citizenship that you possibly work for, even if you're born here because of your personal colour, you have to go, like, back to your country. I just mm-hmm. think it's just absolutely trash. I've been talking about it a lot with, like my friends and stuff and like it's just mad to see that this is the current situation and like it's 2021 and we're here like this is it like it's just not it for me and does that make you angry or afraid or anything it makes me yeah kind of like angry but also afraid and it's like to know that so many people like so many people of color example for example have worked so hard to like help build britain and help shape britain into the way Mm. it is knowing that all of a sudden they're having, they're like basically being taken back to their country because Britain, quote unquote, doesn't need them anymore. It's just like very stupid to me. So adding on to that, what do you feel like young people, say 16, 17, should be able to have a vote in order to change things like that? Yeah, I feel like we should be able to have um, a vote in terms of like, well, mainly from, like, 16 onwards. Mm-hmm. Um, because even though people are just like, oh, you guys are too young, you guys probably don't know what you're talking about, I would say otherwise, and I would say the opposite, saying that we do know what we're talking about. This is what we've experienced because of your laws so far. Therefore, we want to change it, and therefore, we feel like we should have the right to vote. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about 16-, uh, 17-year-olds voting? I, yeah, I feel like it's... Uh, obvious choice i feel like we're we want why would we want to live in a world that that was like decided by us for people who aren't even going to be here to see it like Mm -hmm. we just yeah that was powerful (laughs) (laughs) um i have a question um so you guys i'm guessing don't live too far away from parliament do you guys have any like interactions do you see boris johnson have you been inside i'm just curious um I haven't. <laughs> I haven't been in Parliament. Um, haven't been able to see Boris Johnson. Like, nothing like that. Even though I do live close. Um, How do you feel about that? Not even being able to, like, go inside the place that is supposed to be open up to you? Like, we live in a democracy, but you can't even go in. Yeah, it's just very frustrating at times. I think some parts of, like, the road of, like, number 10 down the street, I think some are just, like, closed off for some reason. And it's just, like, to me... I just become so confused as to why I just ain't allowed to go to certain places within central London because of certain laws that have been put in place to protect the government. Mm. And it's just like, it's just annoying at this point for me personally. Yeah, same, I've never been inside of it. And I didn't even actually think about that, that like, yeah, they always say, like the democracy thing, Mm. but also just that like London is meant to be a place that like, 
you know, like the world at your feet, like that, that, that yeah. saying is always like, the, you know, you can do anything, but you really can't, especially like, like it's just getting narrower and narrower what young mm. people can do and then like what people can do when like they just throw in like all these different things that like make you not like eligible things like living here, like you were saying, like it's really yeah. like, yeah. Um, how do you feel about the architecture of Parliament? Because when we went to go um, see it earlier today, mm. we were just looking at the outside and we were just talking about the building in itself and if we could rebuild it, what would we do? So I'm curious. What does it even look like? What? It's what? You don't know what it looks like? like? It looks like Hogwarts. Okay, yeah. Literally, it Harry Potter, but it's kind of like a, a, a brownish, but there's scaffolding on it at the mm-hmm. moment. So it looks awful. And there's, like, tiny windows, which really creep me out. It just oh, yeah. looks so, like, old and tattered. Like, yeah. it needs a revamping. I was going <laughs> to ask the question, would you change it? Would, like, how would you revamp it? What would you do? Like, I don't even know at this point. Just make it more, like, modern. Make it more, like, appealing to the eye, I guess. Mm. Because, like, I do hang out in Central a lot. So sometimes when I'm with my friends and then I take the bus and, like, on, like the bridges and stuff and I just see it and I'm just like it looks cool like it looks like old-fashioned like cool style if you get like vintage and stuff but then at the same time it's just like making it more modern would be nice because it gets to the point where in terms of safety even it's just like mm, what's going on here yeah and you can just tell that I'm now realizing that I do actually know what I, look, I can now picture it. Um, but you can just tell it what like type of person it's for, which is like, yeah. just like old people basically. Yeah. Like, like it's so not. Uh, yeah, it just feels like it's not really built for. Us. So you can't connect with it. Yeah, yeah. And um, speaking of architecture, we actually went around London and we had seen a lot of statues, and we did have a conversation about how you don't see a lot of women and women being represented here in London, like statues, things like that. So how do you guys feel about living here and not having that representation? It's like, for me personally, again, um, it's just more of the fact that, like, we see so much and, like, people are just blind to so much. And I feel like it's up to us, as well as the government, to listen to us when we say that we want change. We want, basically central London especially to be like revamped in terms of statues in terms of architecture in terms of basically everything yeah and and I feel like on that like and then they get angry at us for when people were like knocking statues down and everything like in June time last Mm. year and then they're like getting furious like why this why this like bro that like literal slave owners that are like Spit like a statues. Mm. Of course, like it. Like I feel like we wouldn't have that problem in the first place if they just didn't like idolize and like mm. these like people. Yeah. And I feel like just as a person, this is why because you were asking me this question before about like, do you guys like like politics or know a lot about politics? I would say I'm a person that does like politics um, a lot, and I try to get like involved in it as much as possible to make sure that I understand what is going on, not necessarily with the government, but how it's affecting people like me and society like as a whole and basically like the whole of the UK. Uh, our limits to being a young person, having power in London and in England in general, but what do you think young people can do to sort of have a voice? Just like no matter what, just talk and just like 
don't stop talking until it gets to the point where people start listening to you. Because mm-hmm. in the beginning, people, they won't listen to you. Mm-hmm. They won't listen to what you have to say. And that's okay. So it gets to the point where you just talk, 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 and they'll end up, like, listening to you eventually. But how you talk, I don't mean it, like, literally talk. Well, I mean, you can. But um, <laughs> I mean more of just, like, through your own self-expressions, whether it yeah. be, like, mm-hmm. creatively, whether it be, like, logistically, whether it be whatever, just find a way to spread awareness about many issues and make your voice heard and make your experiences known if you want them to be known. Because, mm. like... I know everybody says it and it's cliche, but genuinely speaking, nothing is impossible. And I feel like going forward for me personally in 2022, I'll be possibly performing a lot more times at various venues. And I'm just going to keep on doing that and doing that until one day a lot of people like recognize like where I'm coming from and stuff. And also they can share their experiences as well. Stuff. So, yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I'd agree. I feel like to just like take up space like to like if you're in a conversation I don't know with your family just or with anyone and someone says something that's a bit like like a bit like iffy and they're just expecting you to just kind of like be quiet or like oh like don't start like shouting whatever it is like it is so fine to like be angry and to shout like I'm not saying it's necessarily like the best way to always do it but like I feel like adults always like we would listen to young people but they always cry or something do you know I mean like they get so emotional about these things experience. and experience and like they're not being rational and it's like but what but the problems aren't rational so like how do you expect us to respond in a way because nothing is clear-cut and like you mm. can't really articulate all the like madness happening like because it's mm. yeah so I feel like yeah to be angry and I really like that idea of like um doing it in your own way like creating is such an is such I feel like a really like powerful way to get a message across to just make people instead of think so much just feel something like if you mm-hmm. put on a show or a podcast or whatever it is and when people are listening to it or watching it they're like oh I, I feel something they're not necessarily like oh I, now I need to think really hard about this and this they're just like oh I feel scared or like oh I feel enlightened or empowered or like so just to make keep making people feel like they can make a change and uplift them yeah. You guys are going to make changes. I can tell. Yeah. You guys sound so passionate so you. about what you, you're you saying. Right? Oh my God. Thank you so much for having us. So that was the end of our trip to London, which was an amazing full-on day um, with a lot of walking. Um, we thought we spotted Boris from far off. We just saw some impossibly unbrushed hair. Um, and uh, we also had a lot of McDonald's. Um so now we're back in the studio and we're starting to think about what's this meant to us? How, how has this journey changed us? Has it changed us? Um, does knowing more about politics mean you're more likely to participate in it? What I want to know is what made you join this project? And I think it's OK if you want to just say it's because we're giving you some money. <laughs> I'm, I'm the plug I'm for these two. If I did not tell them to do it, they would have done it. To be no, told, I was no, in Nigeria, no. so yes. Yes, like, she I was. literally applied for you. You was it going to do no, it? Literally. I no, I didn't. Um, no, but to be fair, when they told me what it was about, I was genuinely interested. Well, like, she heard three hundred pounds. No, that's <laughs> I mean, yes, of course. But like, her pupils turn into dollars. Of course, the money will draw me in more. But like, what we're actually talking about, because it's one thing to talk about something I'm not interested in, then get three hundred pounds. Six weeks dedicated to this. 
ridiculous. But, like, I'm genuinely interested in it. Like, politics is never a conversation that I've had, like, deeply, like I'm doing now. Do you get what I mean? So it was, like, coming here, having this conversation, having other people as well to bounce off of was was nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was nice. It was a nice experience. And the money's good too, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what, did it, what does it make you feel being paid to do a project like this? I don't. I feel like it's sick. Like I'm doing something that I'm genuinely interested in and I'm getting paid. It feels like an apprenticeship. It's really it nice. It feel like work. Exactly. It's Doesn't just fun. It's like a casual. Yeah. We got to learn new things. I know this is sort of the end of it now, and I know I've learned a lot, but it doesn't feel like we've like been at work or at school or anything. Mm. It sort of just feels like this. Like a casual just... meetup. Well, I guess <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a nice place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, me. Uh, <laughs> um, to be honest, I didn't really fully know what it was about when I even emailed. I just wanted to do it. I was just like, go on then. I don't think I've read it properly because um, my, the way my because my mum showed it to me and she was like, you should do this. And I just saw the the word artist, so I thought of music. I didn't even think. I didn't even see politics. Like the word, that's how little politics meant to me before. <laughs> I didn't even notice the word politics. And then I got here, and then when we did the whole session on Shout Out UK, I was like, "Hey, this is music." But then I learned to love it, and I'm really glad I came. Oh, you thought it was music? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. To find out more about the show, check out theaterstate.org. You can also check out their Twitter at Theatre State. On Instagram also at Theatre underscore State. And be sure to look up the Theatre State's new musical, Say Yes to Tess. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening and being part of Politics Could Never. Um, just a massive shout out to Peace, Kiara, Nicole, Cheryl and Arthur and Hannah, of course. Um, it's been a real ride and I've been loving sharing it with you. Um, do if, you, if you found this interesting, we'd love to have you in the audience for Say Yes to Tess, which is on at Leeds Playhouse, um, 24th of March, the 2nd of April, or at Camden People's Theatre in London from the, oh, I should have had this prepared, from the 4th of April to the 16th of April. I remembered it. I hope to see that and um, keep making changes and listening in. All we can do is talk, as Angel beautifully put it.